You're listening to Real Presence Live. Now, back to more inspirational and uplifting stories and a look at the extraordinary things happening in our local area. Heard right here on the RPR Network. Welcome back to this last half hour of today's installment of Real Presence Live with Jack and Doreen Kennelly as your hosts. And we're visiting now with Patrick O'Hearn, and he's going to talk to us about uh, his book, Our Our Lady of Sorrows. But Patrick, before we even get into that, we're going to let you introduce yourself. Uh, Where are you calling from, for one thing? Oh, no, it's it's an honor to be here. I'm calling from North Carolina. I was actually born in Bismarck, North Dakota. I lived there for a couple months, so uh, I have North Dakota in my my blood. (laughs) Very good. And now you're in North Carolina. That's got to be a little bit of a difference. That's right. Yeah, my dad got moved around quite a bit. I only lived in North Dakota for two months, but uh, it's a great state. So, Well, that's enough to get some in your blood. You can't shake it off now. <laughs> <laughs> but you can always come back and visit. Yeah, well, you know, t- I met, uh, I met uh, Father Groeschel. I almost joined his order out of college, and he would tell me he went to Bismarck, and he he had this he knew everything Father Groeschel, and he would talk about this polar bear there. It was just interesting, very holy man, Father Groeschel. But mm-hmm. I just remember that those those connections you have with people that never forget uh, North Dakota. <laughs> he, we used to have a Marian Eucharistic Congress every other year that a group of lay people kind of um, kind of sponsored, and Father Groeschel was here a couple of different times in Fargo for the Marian Eucharistic Congress yeah. years ago. Uh, beautiful. Wonderful man. Yeah. Well, tell us about yourself and your book on Our Lady yeah. of Sorrows. Yes. Yeah. So I'm, I'm a, a husband and a father. I've been, a, and you know, God's written, inspired me to write several books. And so uh, previously I worked as Tan Books Acquisitions Editor. Now I do more freelance editing. But so I've written a few books, and this is a, uh, you know, my, one of my latest ones coming out with uh, Sophia Press. It's a children's book on Our Lady of Sorrows. And uh, really just, I've always had a great devotion. Our Lady of Sorrows is my, my favorite title of Mary. And I, and I just feel like it's a forgotten devotion. And, you know, I just uh, feel like Our Lady wanted me to write this book to, to help our children, you know, to console her heart, you know, very simply by praying seven Hail Marys daily in honor of her seven sorrows. So it's a children's book. I didn't realize that we were going to be talking to you about a children's that's, that's book. That's an interest. Yeah, you're, you're, you're causing me to have to re, you know, rethink this whole thing here because I, just, I wouldn't think in terms of a children's book for Our Lady of Sorrows. Right. So where did the inspiration to do a, a book about Our Lady of Sorrows for children yeah. um, find its... Yeah. Well, someday I will write an adult book on Our Lady of Sorrows, God willing. But for now, I just... So yeah, Our Lady of Sorrows, I just... You know, I've had this statue of, of Mary with the seven swords, and I've just always been drawn to this idea of, you know, Mary, just when we console Mary's heart, we console Jesus's heart. And so often, you know, she is, her sorrows are forgotten. And I think that, you know, as children, you know, just to, to be able to, um, be able to, you know, sometimes we think children aren't ready to handle these mysteries of suffering and pain. But I think from an early age, you know, we, um, you know, we were, we're faced with the reality of suffering. So this is a way to introduce our children to the cross in, in a way that's not going to make them, you know, that's going to overwhelm them, but it's a, it's a gentle invitation into Mary's heart. So it's kind of like an invitation for them to kind of console her. 
It is. And, and you know, in, in each of these seven sorrows, I begin with, you know, the scripture verse that, I, that shows the seven sorrows, in, you know, in the Bible. And then I have Mary speaking to the child. You know, she's telling the child, like, you know, about what she's experiencing in that sorrow. And then I follow it with a, a Hail Mary, and I offer it in English and Latin for children to pray. And then there's a prayer uh, for that child. And, and, you know, and I think this is something that adults can pray along with their children. You know, that's why it is a children's book. But I think as adults read this with their children, they're going to be, I think, inspired to, to uh, acquire this devotion as well. Now, my understanding is that the this the Our Lady of Sorrows is a devotion that goes back to the Middle Ages. And can you tell us, you know, what kind of what forms has this devotion taken over the centuries? It has, you know, it really began in in around twelve thirty two. There's an order called the Servite Order. There's these seven founders, and I believe they all had kind of visions of Mary somehow were inspired to found this order that was dedicated to Our Lady of Sorrows, and they started to pray the Rosary of the Seven Sorrows, the Black Scapular, and they're kind of spreading devotion to her. And then through the centuries, you know, St. Bridget, she received these promises from our, from our Lady to those who honor her by praying seven Hail Marys. And then even recently, you know, in, in 1980s, you know, I don't mention this in my children's book, but maybe, you know, in my adult book, um, I will someday, but... Our Lady of Kibaho in Rwanda, she appeared and asked for devotion to the Rosary of Seven Sorrows. So this is something that heaven is asking us to pray for. And it's just, you know, unfortunately, some devotions get kind of, um, they're hidden because, you know, obviously the Rosary and Divine Mercy, but this is one that I think that needs to be revived. It seems to me that if you look at the history of the Church and devotions, the devotions... Um, have a particular time and it isn't just one time in history but it seems like they they're given and you know like the divine mercy devotion it was given it was almost silenced and then it um you know spread throughout the whole throughout the whole world um and it sounds like that something similar to that is um is true of the seven sorrows devotion I think you're right, and I, I think, you know, we talked about a time of mercy, and now people are saying, you know, we're we're kind of ushering into maybe a time of justice, and, and, and as we see the world, you know, suffering and, you know, just different wars going on, you know, I, I kind of think that Our Lady is maybe preparing us through this devotion to embrace the cross, to embrace whatever sufferings that come, and it's, when we forget about our own sufferings, you know, that's when we can embrace it even more. So when we're going through sufferings, we can look at Our Lady and we can look at Jesus on the cross and it helps us to embrace our crosses because we're not just focused so much on us, but we're like, how did you get through this, Mother Mary? And how did you get through this, Jesus? And then at the same time, they console us when we console them. Beautiful. Can you go back, Patrick, and say something about, you mentioned the Seven Sorrows Rosary. I have not heard of that. Could you say a little bit about that and how that's prayed? Yep, so that's, it's a rosary of seven sorrows, so it, basically it has, instead of, you know, a rosary having, you know, 50, you know, uh, Hail Mary, you know, you have the uh, 50 beads, right? So you're going to have, I want to say it's, so it's seven, so you have 49, but you would have an Our Father, and then you would pray seven Hail Marys, and then you do an Our Father, seven Hail Marys, and you do that for each 
of the, so it's like there's almost seven mysteries, you, you might say seven mysteries of the seven sorrows rosary. Oh. And so that, so instead of the five that you have in the one rosary, you would have the seven. And it basically takes, it takes around the same time as a, you know, rosary, maybe even a little, maybe a minute or sh- shorter. Um, so that's kind of how it is. Our Father and then seven Hail Marys. And you do that for each of the seven mysteries of the, of the seven sorrows. Mm-hmm. What you know, are, what are the seven mysteries or the seven yeah. sorrows? I, I, just before you answer that, though, I was gonna I was gonna say, um, when I saw the show notes for this um, program this morning, I thought the seven sorrows. It seems like that might have been more appropriate for Lent. But then I thought, no, the first sorrow is almost immediately after Jesus's birth. So if you would share with our listeners what yeah. the seven sorrows are. Yeah, in, in my book does. You know, it comes out in February in Lenten season, but it's up for sale now. And I, I think, you know, you can never meditate enough on the passion. And, you know, because even the nativity story is intertwined with the, you know, with the sorrows of Mary and the sorrows of Jesus. But the, these seven sorrows are, the first one is the prophecy of Simeon. Mm-hmm. And then you have the flight into Egypt, the loss of the child Jesus in the temple. The fourth is the meeting of Jesus and Mary on the way of the cross. Fifth is the crucifixion. The sixth is the taking down of the body of Jesus, and then the seventh is the burial of Jesus. So we've already, as far as the the story is concerned, we've kind of already covered the first two. The the prophecy of Simeon and the flight into Egypt. Well, no, the flight was after Christmas. And so was the prophecy of Simeon. Oh, when you're right. When they brought the child to, for the presentation okay. in the temple. Okay, I was confusing him with somebody else. <laughs> <laughs> Good coverage. Yeah, St. John, St. John. <laughs> yeah. Yes. So, um, going back to the book and being for children, what age do you think would be the appropriate age for a child to um, be introduced to uh, this, the Seven Sorrows yeah. through the book that you've, you're publishing? Yeah. I think, you know, my reading level tends to be for these books is like ages 6 to 10. So, you know, I see someone, you know, as they're preparing for First Communion, 6 or 7, that I think that they can start, you know, their mind coming to that age of reason. They can start grasping, you know, these mysteries that are, and, and that's why this book is so, you know, I think this devotion is simple because it's seven Hail Marys, you know. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's something that I've, you know, I, I love just kneeling down and, before I go to bed and just kneeling before my, my statue of Our Lady and just saying these seven Hail Marys, it takes, you know, less than a few, I mean, two, minutes, two or three minutes. But there's so many promises that are attached to this that, that, Jesus, that Our Lady gave to St. Bridget that are so powerful. We're coming up on a break in about a minute and a half. Let's talk about those um, after the break, those promises and the origin of, of the devotion of the seven sorrows. Um, I have another question about your book. Is it an illustrated book, like a picture book? It is. So I have a lady, Adelaide Houday. She's a an illustrator, and the images will blow you away. There, so it is a it's an illustrated, and uh, she paints even the even the hearts of Mary with uh, that are attributed different flowers of Mary that that are associated with the sorrows of Mary. So it's you know it's just a it's just a beautiful book. So where can our listeners find one? Yeah, they can find it. It is available right now at sophiapress.com. And and would you remind our, our listeners the title that they yeah. would search for? Sure. Yeah, it is um, Our Lady of Sorrows and Devotion to Mary's Seven Sorrows for Children. 
Our Lady of Sorrows and devotion to, to Ma- Mary. Mary, Mary seven, seven sorrows, sorrows for children. children. And that's Sophia Press. And that's just sophiapress.com? That is, I think, let me, uh, I, I'm pretty sure that that, yeah, oh, sorry, sophiainstitute.com. Oh, Sophia Institute. Okay. okay. So yeah. sophiainstitute.com. Okay, right. well, we're ready for the break, and so... Uh, Let's go for it. You're listening to Real Presence Live, and we're talking to Patrick O'Hearn about his book on Our Lady of Sorrows. Live, engaging, and local, this is Real Presence Live, where we bring you positive and uplifting stories and share the great things happening in our local area on the Real Presence Radio Network. At the University of Mary, we offer an education for the whole of life. Our values-based, flexible, and affordable education will prepare you for success and help you become a leader in your field. Whether you want to start your degree for the first time or continue your education, whether you are a working professional or want to pursue school full-time, join us for an education that will help you make a positive impact in our community. Discover the Mary difference. UMary.edu. That's UMary.edu. This is Lavinia Spirito for Catholic Way Bible Study. Through baptism and confirmation, we receive the Holy Spirit of power and truth, who then equips us for mission with ordinary and extraordinary graces and gifts necessary for the building of the kingdom. Sometimes those graces, though totally effective, lie dormant like chocolate in a glass of milk, waiting for our faith and understanding to stir them up. If left inactive, the chocolate often settles at the bottom of the glass. It's still there, but it's not imparting flavor to the milk. So what are we to do? Call upon the Holy Spirit and stir those graces out of the bottom into the milk of our lives. Invite the Holy Spirit into your life today, and He will continue to renew you and animate your life with power and love. Don't let your expectations limit the Lord and His Holy Spirit. Expect Him to act through you. Catholic Way Bible Study. Peace, power, purpose. Find out more at cwbs.org. Searching for more great Catholic content? Visit our website at realpresenceradio.com. Find Catholic news you can trust, information about events coming up in the local area, and the latest on what's happening at the RPR Network. And don't forget that you can listen to any of our stations around the clock from anywhere in the world. Need prayers for someone or something in your life? You can submit those through our online form for the entire family to pray for. Real Presence Radio, your family of faith and hope. Online at realpresenceradio.com. This is Real Presence Live on the RPR Network, bringing you stories of faith and hope through local hosts and guests from across the Upper Midwest. Now, back to the show. Okay, back to the show, and the show is Real Presence Live with Jack and Doreen Canelli as your hosts, and we're talking to Patrick O'Hearn and about his book on Our Lady of Sorrows, and uh, uh, Doreen, did you want to ask him a question about... Uh, yes, um, in our show notes, Patrick, it talks about um, Father Chad Ripperger, um, who wrote the foreword for your book and four original prayers for children um, that were that he composed just for your book. Could you tell us how that happened? And then would you be willing to uh, maybe share a few of those prayers, if they're not too long? Yeah. And, and maybe tell our listeners, those who don't know who Father Ripperger is, what his background is. Yeah, so 
I knew Father Ripiger when I was at, you know, Tan's editor, and uh, he came to Charlotte, and I had the privilege of driving him around for a little bit, so I got to know him, and, and I know that he, he started, he's an exorcist, probably the top exorcist, in, I would think, in, I know in the United States, but perhaps even in the world, and he, he founded a, a religious order called the DeLorean Fathers, um, they're based in the Diocese of Denver, and so that title is based you know, it's off of Our Lady of Sorrow. So he has a strong devotion to her. You know, he's, you can watch some of his talks on her on YouTube. They're, they're amazing. And uh, so I felt he was the right person. I approached him to, to see if he'd write a forward. You normally don't see that for children's books, but, you know, it's such, he has such a great love for Our Lady of Sorrows. And also I wanted, you know, he's, he's written so many beautiful prayers before for adults. So I asked him, would you consider doing, you know, writing some prayers for children for this book? And so he, he had, we have four prayers in there. Um, besides the prayers, I also have several um, traditional prayers in there in, in English and Latin. So, you know, I, I think it's important, you know, Latin for our children to be able to know the Hail Mary in Latin and, and Thou Our Father in Latin as well. So there's also several traditional prayers. I have a litany of Our Lady of Sorrows in the back for children to pray. But in terms of Father's prayers, we have a daily prayer for my vocation, a daily prayer for protection, a daily prayer to Mary, and a nightly prayer of gratitude. They're very short. I would be glad to read you one. So a a daily prayer for my vocation. He says, Dear Jesus, and this is for our children to pray, Dear Jesus, give me the light and grace to find the vocation that Thou wills for me. Grant me courage to follow Thy will so that I may become a saint and live with Thee in heaven. Surround me with Thy heavenly angels and saints and with the mantle of our Blessed Mother. Amen. Oh, how beautiful. That... Yeah, instead of asking the child, what do you want to be when you grow up? Encourage them to pray yeah. that God will reveal to them what, what his desire is for their lives and how they can serve. Oh, that's beautiful. Yeah. Definitely. You know, I, I think it is. It's, you, know, you know, so many times, you know, our children, we're raising them. You know, we don't ask them that question. What does God want you to be? You know, there was a St. Pope selecting. His mom asked, you know, the family all the all the brothers and sisters, which one of you wants to be a saint? And I think that's a question that parents, you know, that's part of why I write books is I want parents to form saints and I think uh, not get their children into Harvard, but into heaven, as we mm-hmm. say. Mm-hmm. And how much better the world would be <laughs> if, every, if every parent had that as their focus or their, their desire for their children. Yes. So meditating on the seven sorrows of Mary um, offers many advantages to our spiritual life. Um, and one in particular, according to Father Ripperger. Um, could you go into that a little bit more? Yeah, yeah that, and that's associated, you know, with these seven promises that Our Lady gave to St. Bridget. Mm-hmm. And, you know, one of them is, I will defend them in their spiritual battles with the infernal enemy, and I will protect them in every instance of their lives. And so part of that, that praying to Our Lady of Sorrows, that she's going to reveal, as we grow in our devotion to her, through her son, she will reveal some of our hidden faults that we didn't know about. And, you know, it's maybe our predominant vice, and we can see it more clearly. And that's what Father Rippinger says, too. We have a devotion to her. And so, you know, when you go to confession, it's, you know, it comes out in prayer. You know, you ask Our Lady of Sorrows, what, what, what is my struggle, you know, because we commit all these sins, but we don't know what's at the root of it. Maybe it's there's a hidden pride that's there. And through Our Lady of Sorrows, she will help us 
see what our fault is, and then she will give us the grace to overcome that. And that is a beautiful gift to see our faults. (laughs) I I think you just gave me a wonderful approach for uh, confession, because that's a particular difficulty that I have. The examination of conscience. The examination Mm -hmm. of conscience, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think a lot of people, they don't, you know, I've, I've kind of, you know, asking Our Lady, you know, like before we go to confession, saying a Hail Mary, Our Lady of Sorrows, help me, help me to know what this, what, what's my hidden, what's my predominant fault? Help me to know this. Help me to make a great confession. And the same, you know, your network, Real Presence, should always be asked Our Lady when we receive Jesus in the Eucharist, you know, to, to, to say a Hail Mary, and then in the afterwards to make our Thanksgiving, our preparation, and we do it all through Our Lady. And I think that's the, you know, she is the, uh, the conduit of grace. Right, and ask for that grace to heal that wound that causes that sin and imperfection in us. Right. How long has the the book been on the market now, or is it just coming out? So this book, it just, um, so it's, it came out, it's, sorry, it comes out, it comes out February 20th, but it's been pre-order for about a month now, so you can buy it on it, uh, you know, on Sophia, it'll be on Amazon soon. But right now, so you won't get the book till February twentieth. But you can you can purchase it on Sophia's website. Oh, very good. But you said it's on Amazon as well. Oh, oh sorry, it will be on Amazon. It will shortly. be. Okay. okay, not quite yet. Okay, that's great for listeners uh, to know. With the uh, about two minutes we have left, do you have any particular thoughts that you'd like to give us, or things we haven't covered? Uh, you know, uh, about Our Lady of Sorrows or your book. Yeah, no, I think, I've always said, you know, I have an article coming out in the future with, um, it'll be, I can't even, I always butcher their name, Ignatum today, it's going to come out in in, uh, February, but basically Our Lady is, she's the secret to the best Lent ever, and she's, you know, she helps us, and she'll help our children, Um, and I think it's just this devotion, you know, we, we often, one thing we can do is do too many devotions, you know, there's so many... I mean, there's so many things where all you do is talk at God. And again, mm-hmm. I think it's, you know, the saints say it's better to do one or two very well than do every single devotion and, and rush through it. And that's why I think this, the seven Hail Marys, it's, it's so simple to do, and yet it's so powerful. And so I, I just want to encourage, you know, parents to, you know, to kneel down and to pray with their children and foster this devotion to Our Lady of Sorrows. That's a great encouragement, and, and like you said, to kneel down, do something about that gesture, and to and to pray as a family um, in that community. Yeah, and, it, yeah. and it doesn't sound complicated at all. Yeah, I was I was going to add, and I normally don't do this, but uh, I'm going to real quick one one plug. I helped uh, Father Calloway on his, I don't know, with a new book that he has coming out called the Thirty Day Eucharistic Revival. It's on Saint Peter Amart. And I was a contributor for that book, but for your audience, I, I think that book, that one's already available, just came out now, and I'm sure maybe you'll have Father in the future on his show. He, he's not on uh, social media anymore, but I just want to, I think I want to encourage parents, too. It's Our Lady of Sorrows and then, you know, Our Lady of the Blessed Sacrament. You know, the, Our Lady leads us to Christ, you know, Christ's mm-hmm. Passion and Christ in the Eucharist. And these are, again, just going to Our Lady. That's my final message. I think just she, she can show us. She can show us how to be holy, how to overcome our sinfulness, and how to um, reverence the Eucharist. Okay. What a great encouragement. Yes. Thank you, Patrick. Okay, (laughs) listeners, go to Our Lady. And with that, Patrick, 
we thank you for being with us today. This was a, a great interview, and uh, maybe we'll have you on again when you write that book for the adults on Our Lady of Sorrows. Oh, thank you so much. Have a blessed Christmas, and it's an honor to be on your show. Okay, thank, thank you. You, you have a blessed yeah, okay. Christmas as well. Okay. okay, okay, thank you. And now we turn our attention to what everybody's been waiting for, and that's our technical director's preview of the next show. So take it away, Aaron. On the next Joe Presence Live, Thursday from 9 to 11 a.m. Central, your hosts will be Father James Gross and Father Jason Leffer, coming to you live from our Grand Forks studio. Their guests will include Dr. Helen Hoffner sharing her book, Catholicism Everywhere. They will also be speaking with Julie Thompson, who will tell her story about finding her daughter after putting her up for adoption. All this and more is coming to you on the next Real Presence Live, Thursday from 9 to 11 a.m. Central. Back to you. Okay, thanks, Aaron. We're going to have to get you to slow down a little bit because you're giving us a lot of time to fill here before we're out. Well, I think we could pray the seven sorrows. We could pray the seven sorrows if yes. you've got it, uh, I've got it queued up there. Mm-hmm. Okay, let's do that. Okay. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. And we offer this for all those in need, all those who have asked for our prayers, and for all of our listeners and their intentions. The first sorrow of Mary, the prophecy of Simeon. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. One minute blessed to turn into show, one minute. Women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners now and at the hour of our death. Amen. The flight into Egypt. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, Giving pray for us sinners mic, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. The loss of Jesus for three days in the temple. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Jesus carries the cross. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. The crucifixion of Jesus. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Jesus is taken from the cross. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Jesus is laid in the tomb. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. This has been Real Presence Live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Real Presence Live brings you inspirational stories of faith and a look at the good and holy things happening in our local area. Weekday mornings from 9 to 11 Central. Tune in for an encore of each show beginning Saturday morning at 6. Get the podcast anytime of day or night at 